Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Glenn. And it's good to see you as well. I feel like I need to whisper because I know how the sleepover thing can be. <laughs> but I will tell you, when they get to be teenagers and have sleepovers, it's great because they just leave you alone and they don't want to be bothered. So good morning, beautiful family. I had the pleasure of... Um, assisting iffy this morning and hopefully i can replace her and her energy at 5 a.m this morning so um i asked her i said i think there's a hot mic i asked her and i said um iffy what should i talk about today and she said look at the title so i thought it was the perfect time to talk about my transition into full-time entrepreneurship and i'm looking at all of you beautiful people on the stage and i'm asking you why didn't you tell me it was going to be like this and you can take it in however, <laughs> however way you want to take it. But it's Jesus, it's a whole transition. So I'm going to talk about that as my new life. And a lot of you can relate to this. And some of you may or may not be able to relate to this yet. And you may not even want to relate to this because I know a lot of people that love their nine to five jobs. So I always have to be clear. Hold on. Let me find out. Where he's located. Um, okay, so I have to be clear that there's absolutely nothing wrong with a nine to five. Every time I talk about entrepreneurship, I feel like I get attacked by the nine to fivers. I've had my job. I've, I've been in the military since 2018 when I retired. And then I went right from there into being a army instructor. And then I went right from there to being into a government contractor. And I absolutely loved every aspect of my nine to five. I, I think I would still be there today if I was not in a toxic environment and didn't have the goals that I had. So I'm going to talk about the transitioning of our new life. And there's so many different transitions in our lives. I'm going to take us all the way back. Our first transition in life, I believe, major transition is when we started daycare or started school. Did you know, and I learned this in psychology, that if you had to get dropped off by your parents for the first time and they never really coaxed you or talked to you about what was going to happen, that that is considered a traumatizing event. And a lot of people didn't know this. I didn't know this until I went to counseling. And I'm like, how is that traumatizing? And they said, because you are leaving your parents for the first time for a long time. So I went back, back and I asked my mom. I said, Mom, how did I act that day? She was like, oh, you know, um, they, they just dropped you. We just dropped you off and you walked off. I was like, really? I didn't care. <laughs> so I went back to my counselor. And I said, you know what? I wasn't traumatized at all. She's like, but internally you were. And I said, okay, that's fine. The next transition is elementary school. Elementary school is fun. You actually start to enjoy it. You're in there, you're learning, you're growing, you have friends. It's more than just your siblings and it's great. You actually enjoy life. That's where I happen to meet my best friend of now 30 something plus years. I met her in the fourth grade. That's when I had my first First breakup where you have the letter that says do you like me yes or no and the person actually checks no and you're like oh so you start to learn different things there then you have another transition which is middle school and then you have another transition which is big old high school where you start to have the fear of okay I'm in this big place and guess what when I'm done with this four-year school there's college perhaps but I'm an adult now what is going to happen with me that is another huge transition in life I know for myself and for my oldest right now, who's 17 and going through it herself, which she seems to be doing fine, which is great. But that's another big transition. So during that transition, I was thinking, you know what? I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to college. I did go to college, though. I got accepted into Hampton University. So all my HU alum, um, I was accepted into Hampton University. I didn't fully go through it. I, I went to the first year. And I realized this is not what I want to do. I was a band major. I played clarinet, piano, 
um, saxophone, and I, I wanted to be a part of their marching band. But when I got to the first year of college, I realized it had nothing to do with music and playing the band. Because freshman year, all they teach you about is the school, dynamics, all these things. And I'm like, this isn't fun. I want to do what I want to do. Well, life happened, and I decided that I needed to make a new turn in life, and I needed to do something better for myself that was going to support me and my kid, because right now I had um, a daughter at this time, and I said, you know what, I need to do something, I need to do something fast. That's when I decided to join the United States Army. Joining the United States Army in 2002, um, I joined at the brink of the war, which is, um, you know, after 9-11 happened, and I'm like, what am I thinking? But I had to do something because I didn't want to go to college. And oh, by the way, in between college and Army, I went to nursing school. So I didn't want to do that either. I got stuck, um, had some blood that had to be drawn, and it was just a horrible event. And I did not want to be, I don't want to be a nurse because I don't want to see any blood. So that's when I joined the Army. So in joining the Army during this time, first duty station, where do they send me? Kuwait. And I was horrified (laughs) horrified luckily I was just there to help them set up and then I was brought back so during this whole time in the military that's a transition as well and the military is something that was completely different I was a young teenager with absolutely no discipline whatsoever and it was a change for me to have somebody to go into basic training and have somebody screaming in your face 24 7 and you're sitting there like what the heck did I do What did I do for these people to be so angry at me until you learn the process of this is how life is? If there's any veterans in the room, can you please flash your microphones? Because I'm going to ask you about your experience and how that transition was for you. So I see Stephen, (laughs) Stephen, Kimberly, and Melvin. Go ahead, Stephen. I'd love to hear you. Yeah, well, you know, I I went in the military to escape, basically. And uh, when I went there, as soon as that razor touched my head and started shaving off my 1986 mullet, um, my disco mullet, um, I said, this is the new me. And I, I, I loved every minute of hating every minute, uh, screaming at me and, you know, drill sergeants, you know, booting my butt and on the back of my neck. And it, it, it really formed me into a person that just doesn't quit period. I loved every minute. I mean, I literally, I was the slowest guy. I was overweight when I joined out of high school and, uh, the, I would run at the front of formation every morning for PT, uh, physical training and be vomiting on myself because I couldn't, I, I couldn't run that fast, but I refused to drop out. So it made me a whole new person. I absolutely agree with that. And I resonate, Steve. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I showed up at reception with all of my piercings. I had <laughs> a million and one piercings in my face. I had a half shaved head, blue and pink and some other colors and completely took everything off and they don't care how you look by the way when they shave you they just cut it they yeah. don't they, there's no styling <laughs> they, just, they just cut it off and I, I was crying and the same thing with me I didn't work out before I got there I couldn't do three push-ups I couldn't run it was the most horrible experience ever so somebody else <laughs> flash your microphone well how was your transition let me see who else super mario yes i'd love to hear from you hey uh yeah so it's so funny you said that because i was actually um i joined my college marching band for like half a year and then i secretly joined the military until i didn't tell anybody uh like my family or nothing until i joined and yeah i was in there for six years before i got injured and it was like one of the best worst experiences ever but i, I wouldn't trade it for anything Yes, exactly. Um, Christina, love to hear from you. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. So yes, um, I actually went in two weeks after I graduated high school. 17 years old, my mom had to sign me in. So I was actually happy to leave home because like you, um, I didn't want to go to college right after um, right after school. And so I decided to join the military because my first cousin had went in a year before I did. And she actually got promoted because she referred me. So I went in and I referred my other cousin and I got promoted. So my initial um, entry was, I thought was good. Um, so I had a really good, successful uh, career. And uh, believe me, that running, no, I was not a runner, but I became a runner. And so, um, yeah, if you, I get I get the drill sergeant thing because I was a drill sergeant for three years, and so uh, the 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 uh, but my initial entry in uh, what got me was the uh, I don't know if you all remember the uh, the truck the kettle truck the the truck that we all got in they yelled at us like they were crazy, but uh, definitely a transformation. But a very successful career. So thank you for allowing me to speak. Yeah, so that transition, you guys, is hard. Um, if you if you don't know, it's very hard. So for me, um, it was an amazing transition because I got to travel the world. Um, I was in. I've been to Kuwait. I've been to Japan. I've been to Korea. I've been to Georgia, Hawaii. I've been all over the place for my for my time in the military, and I learned about people. One of the things I learned during this transition into my new life. Sorry, I have to say it, but Americans are the rudest people ever. We are extremely rude. We are extremely privileged. And I learned this. Amen. By... <laughs> Loud, obnoxious. Yeah. We are just jerks. And let me tell you, when I was in Oak... I was in Okinawa, Japan. That was my favorite duty station ever. I was over there three years. I learned some Japanese. Those are the nicest people ever. Their little island is so safe that, number one, driving is second nature to them. So you can see people driving down the road holding a book and reading. You can see kids hanging out the window, just waving at you. When I say hanging out the window, I mean leaning over an open window and waving at you. They're just so relaxed. I saw preschoolers, I'm talking three and four years old, walking to school. They would hold hands and walk to school. So I loved it over there. I would go back today and live if I, if I had the choice. When it, as soon as I transition back to the United States, hop off the plane in, in San Diego, and it was, you're going the wrong direction. Go to um, customs first. Da -da -da. I'm just like, oh, my God, what is this? So traveling around the world has had me learn so much, and it made me learn a lot about myself. During my transition in military, I learned a few things. Number one, I love that people say I became a runner. Rocky never became a runner. Could I run? Could I meet the standard? Absolutely. Do I like running? No. Who would force running? Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. On somebody when you don't want to do it. So for me, I learned right then and there a few things. Number one, I'm not a self-motivator. I'm not a self-motivator. I have to be told what to do on a constant basis sometimes. And it's not a bad thing because the fact that I had the self-awareness to know this made me into a self-motivator. So 
there comes a time, you guys can let me know if you agree, there comes a time in your life where you, you know, somebody can tell you something so much all the time that it became, it becomes routine. You're a robot. I'm going to do A, B, C, and D, A, B, C, and D, A, B, C, and D, A, B, C, and D every day because it's the military. But when someone leaves you alone and stops telling you, you're kind of like, oh, I have freedom. Because I had such a freeing spirit, Spirit, this kind of carried me throughout, and I, I was not a motivated person. But then I realized, you know what, maybe this isn't something that I want to do. So the second thing that I noticed when being in the military is I, I don't want a boss. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I am way too creative for this. So I struggled through. <laughs> I was medically retired at 17 years, and then um, I got out. So after that transition, I went into my government job. My government job, once again, I absolutely love. So in case you didn't know, in the military, I was a logistics supervisor. I managed all of supply for welders, painters, um, mechanics. So I know all of the things when it comes to repairing trucks, repairing weld machines. I am a little baby mechanic. I was just the clerk, and I ordered parts, but because I had to work with them, I knew exactly what to do. And I loved my job. As a government contractor, I loved my job. What I didn't like about the military and I didn't like about my job is it kept me away from my children. So as a single parent, it was extremely hard for me to be there for my children, and I didn't like that. So number one, I don't want a boss. Number two, I'm tired of being away from my kids. So for me being in the military into a government position, it's the same thing, I realize. I'm still away from my kids. I still can't get to my kids when I need to. I have to ask permission to take my sick child to the doctors because I don't have enough PTO or I don't have any leave days or I'm going to get written up because I have to take care of my kids. So for me, during this time, I'm like, you know, this is not right. This isn't okay. Not only that, with my job, I was being treated less than because I was the youngest there. I knew more than them, unfortunately, because I was in the military before, and they were civilians, so they didn't understand all of the concepts while I did. And the most dangerous thing of all was I knew more than my boss. And he made sure every day that I knew that he was in charge. He made sure every day that he put his coworkers against me to make sure that they knew that he was in charge. And although I was a supervisor of the section and he told them the wrong things to do, that he was in charge, do what he said do. Doesn't matter if we got written up. Doesn't matter if we got audited. Doesn't matter if we lost a lot of money because guess what? He could always blame Rocky for that because she's in charge of the section. So I went through this for three horrible years and I realized something has to give. So in the meantime, I'm in the background building my business, building my empire, because I knew it was time for a transition in my life. But what I didn't know is how difficult entrepreneurship is. And the issue isn't just for me. It's not money. I'm good on money. Trust me. I'm good on money. I know my business. I can get a coin if I need to get a coin. That wasn't the issue for me. The issue for me was other things. So I'm going to share this and how this is my new life. And I want to know if you guys resonate with any of this stuff because this is my experience. And, you know, for the most part, I've had a lot of support. Breakfast with Champions Room, um, boots and bootstrapping business, a lot of people on Clubhouse, my friends on Clubhouse, my mother, I take care of my mother. She's been there for me from the military, as in she quit her job to take care of my kids so that I can serve in the military, to now where I'm taking care of her and I happily do it. And that's my best friend because she supports me in all things. She was the one that said, leave your job. I don't know how we're going to make it. I don't know what you got going on, but leave your job. I can't do this anymore because I was crying to her every day. So when I jumped into entrepreneurship and I knew I was leaving, I left. Packed my stuff up, put my two weeks notice in, left before my two weeks notice, but I left. 
but I didn't know that entrepreneurship was going to be like this. So I'm going to go through my new life as an entrepreneur. Some of you may re resonate, some of you may not resonate. So the joys of entrepreneurship. I get to wake up whenever I want to wake up. It was on a Sunday when I realized, oh, my God, I don't have to get up at 6 a.m. if I don't want to get up because I don't, have to, I don't have to run and get ready and get the kids for school and then rush and then go to work and get my coffee. I don't have to do all of that. But what I didn't realize was, hello, I was in the military. It don't matter that I can sleep in. I can't sleep in. If you were in the military or service or anything where you do something regularly, you guys, your body gets used to it. So I'm up at 4 in the morning whether I want it or not. I'm just up staring. That's why I love the Morning 5 planner because that's exactly what I do. Everything in that planner, I have a regular routine now. But I, didn't, I, I got so excited about the fact that I can do what I want to do that I forgot about the fact that I can't really do what I want to do because my body won't let me do it. So I had to be productive in the morning. Um, the next benefit for me was I get to take care of my kids fully. I love driving them to school every single morning. Now, I have teenagers. They don't always talk to me, which is fine, but I get a thrill of being able to take my kids to school and force them to have conversation. I get to make them breakfast. I get to take them to McDonald's if they want a milkshake, I mean, a smoothie or whatever it is. I get to take them, and I get to be there for them like I was unable to be there, there for them before. The third benefit to me was I have no boss. No boss. No one to tell me what to do. I have to tell me what to do. But you forget what I said. I'm not a self-motivator. I have to have, I had to have some kind of a mentor, someone to help me. TM Hyman was my mentor. He's been there for me the whole way. As a matter of fact, I was in Breakfast with Champions when I said, hey, I need a mentor. <laughs> I need someone to help me through this transition. And he was there for me 1,000%. The other benefit of this new life of, of entrepreneurship is I can be more creative. I can do whatever I want to. I can get all of my piercings back, which I am. Um, I'm get all of my piercings back. I can wear whatever color hair I want to. I can do whatever I want to in the freedom of my home and not be criticized for it or judged for it, right? And that's okay as well. And then the other thing is I have lots of time for success. There is no timeline. There is no rush. There is no deadlines except the deadlines that I put on myself. And I'm going to tell you this. Every entrepreneur should have some kind of theme song when you wake up in the morning. I listen to this one song every single morning when I get up. If you don't have a theme song for your new life to remind you that you have a new life and life is great, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a new job, whether it's full-time entrepreneurship, whether it's a pivot in your business, whatever it is, wake up with this song and I guarantee you it will be magical for you. So I'm gonna play a little bit of my song, um, Glenn, if you turn the music down, turn the, <laughs> turn the phone down, I don't want to get you in trouble. But I'm going to play my song that gets me motivated. And some of you may resonate with this and some of you may not, but it's my jam. Hopefully you can hear it. So if that song doesn't get you hyped, 
I don't know what does. So every day I wake up, it doesn't matter how bad the day was beforehand, I'm jamming to this because it reminds me that it's a new day, it's a new life, I can do whatever I wanna do and it's okay. It's okay that whatever happened in the past because I'm gonna fix it today, right? And I do wanna remind you, your past doesn't matter, it's gone. Yes, you have to deal with trauma, you have to deal with disappointments, you have to deal with that internally, but try not to focus on it too much. The future is great, but the future only lives inside of your head, it's only imaginary, you guys. It hasn't even happened yet. So stressing about the future, there's no point in it. It hasn't happened. Why are we stressing about stuff that hasn't happened yet? Right, just, so just think about that. Now what they didn't tell me about entrepreneurship, and I'm gonna kind of rush through this because I would love to hear your thoughts. Number one, you need a schedule. Rocky has no schedule. I have no schedule whatsoever. I have my morning routine and then I get up, drop my kids off and then I'm like, okay, now what? I didn't have a schedule. So TM helped me to put together a schedule that works for me. And oh, my days are no longer 7.30 to four. My days are from 4.30 or four in the morning all the way to 8 p.m. at night. I have everything completely scheduled out with the things I need to do to keep me on track. Number two, with the kids, don't forget your kids. You have to explain to them what's going on because when i left my job with a box and i came home they looked at me and you know teenagers say what they want to say they don't care about your feelings they're like mommy are we broke now <laughs> i was like what they're like are we broke now i'm like no we're not broke they're like well you have a box with I'm all your done. office <laughs> they're like you have a box I'm with all your office broke. stuff i'm like okay well i'm gonna explain to you guys what's going on you will always be supported like i don't think we explain too much to our kids because we don't feel like we have to no you need to have those conversations especially if your kids are watching you do what you do there's so many times that they've came in my room and like are you you're in a meeting again why are you talking to your phone again like and i'm like this is what I do. And then I have to explain it and involve them if you can, involve them. My teenager, she works for me under my marketing agency, which is a tax write-off by the way, but she works for me under my marketing agency. So where she can support me, she does, right? The third thing is you need to eat. I don't eat anymore. I don't have a regular schedule to eat. Um, I go from days where, let me say this, you need to eat and you need to not eat, okay? So I go from days where I don't eat to days where I'm not eating healthy. I'm just snacking all throughout the day. And coffee and Starbucks will catch up to you, okay? So stop drinking Starbucks, Starbucks every day. Take a little break. That's a lot of sugar, and I've realized that. So I went from losing a lot of weight to gaining a lot of weight. But you need to have something healthy, and you need to take care of yourself. Take naps. I take naps frequently throughout the day. I'm just kidding. I only take naps every once in a while, but take a nap to rest your body and make sure that you are taking care of yourself is the bottom line. Number three, make sure you get out and socialize, you guys. Get out and socialize for the simple fact that when you're at your job, whether you realize it or not, you had a community there. I miss my supply team. They were the best team ever. I could talk to them every day. It gets lonely in these entrepreneur streets for me because I'm sitting here by myself all day all day long so what i started doing was yesterday i went to some place that people haven't visited in a long time a library i went to the library and i actually got out of my home office and i read a book and i talked to people and i laughed and i joked and it was the best feeling ever because i hadn't done that before number four have a social life you guys go out and party go to a bar go drink go you know share the world <laughs> go to the movies by yourself go to dinner go outside and do things for yourself that you want to enjoy go back to your passion i went back to axe throwing i love axe throwing went back to axe throwing went back to the driving range because i like golf and driving um, as well number five make sure your circles support you and don't crush you 
I've had so many experiences, especially on this app and with other people that, you know, they support you, but they don't. Okay. I had to separate from that. And most importantly, because I need the support right now, you want to be around the right people. Breakfast with Champions family. They are the right people. Number six, take a vacation. Take a vacation every once in a while, right? Get out of your state, get out of your city if you can, and go experience the world because the world is huge. And this is what I learned from traveling. Number seven, make sure that you regularly plan backwards from your goals. So I have a goal of six, um, I have a goal of six figures. So I'd planned backwards to know how much I need to make monthly. And number eight, I'm going to say, finally, you need a mentor. Have somebody that's going to be there for you 1,000% that you can go to that says that I can say, hey, this entrepreneurship is crazy. What do I do? How do I do it? And why do I do it? So hopefully that encourages some people today and helps you out. I'm sure I do not have time for questions, um, but you can definitely back channel me and message me um, anything that you have, any questions that you have or any support that you want to give. It's up to you. Um, or if you need to be supported, I'm there for you as well. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.